Welcome to Aligned Attraction, the go-to intimacy podcast for powerful women. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Lee Noto, master intimacy coach and psychedelic therapist, and I help powerful women like you unleash your wild feminine power so you can create heart-throbbing love. Each week, you'll hear from me and other experts on love, sex, and relationships, and I'll also coach women like you to create the most delicious transformation in their love lives. You ready? Today, I want to talk to you about how to completely transform the way you see and experience your period, yes, your menstrual cycle, or if you're not the person listening to this who experiences a menstrual cycle, but your partner does, completely transforming the way you see it while being in relationship to someone who experiences their menstrual cycle and shifting how you show up for that important person in your life. This is a really important conversation because as women, we're not taught really anything about our menstrual cycles, and we're certainly not taught about the sacred nature of them. So I want to start by telling a quick story. Last night was the first night of my period, and I was in this go, go, go hustle mode, which is typically something I try to avoid when I know I'm about to get my period, but I was just in this wave. Like I was so efficient. I was getting shit done. And if you know me, then that is like one of my favorite states to be in. I love riding the wave of high energy, efficiency, effectiveness. That is where the beauty of my masculine energy comes in. And Ani saw this. Now I will also share a personal detail that our plan for last night was to have sex. And I had sent him a text and told him that I got my period And he came home and while I was on a call, he cooked me dinner. He cooked all of my favorite things. He bought all of my favorite snacks. He got my favorite chocolates and just beautiful treats that are so delectable and delight me. And when I got off my call, I came downstairs and he said, congratulations, it's your period party. I was like, oh my God, this is literally the sweetest thing I have ever experienced while being on my period. He stopped everything he was doing to make me a beautiful dinner of carrot ginger soup, uh, buffalo cauliflower. He prepared um, a beautiful appetizer and got my favorite, favorite, favorite plantain chips, which I am just a glutton for. And he made me this beautiful dinner in celebration of me getting my period. And I'll tell you why this is so significant. Because I used to really disregard my period. And I would show up in the same way while I was bleeding as I would at any other point in my cycle. I would do the same intense workouts. I would behave in the same way. I would be as outward and social as I was when I was at other points in my cycle. And For those of you who experience periods, you know that typically when you're bleeding, you just don't have the same kind of energy. There's a different desire. There's a different set of emotions, a different hormonal balance. And often there's a desire to go inward, to shut the world out and to just be with ourselves, maybe to watch a movie, to take a bath, to do yoga, something else. 
So there was something so significant in this because Ani, my partner, the one who does not experience his own menstrual cycle, really stopped to have the foresight to see and to uh, anticipate what my needs were. And that is such a shift from any way that I've ever related to someone in the past. Now, I'll say that one of the uh, resources that really changed my perspective on menstruation is a book called Wild Power. And Wild Power is all about discovering the magic of our menstrual cycles and awakening the feminine path to power. And I learned a ton in this book. And over time, I would share it with Ani. And, you know, one of the key points that I learned was that as we move into our menstrual cycles as women, it's not the time to do it all. There's a very sacred time in there where we are moving into a more inward way of being, where oppositely, when we're ovulating, we're in a more outward way of being. Typically, we have more energy. Our libido is typically higher. uh, We're more social. But as we move into our bleed, we typically have a desire to go inward, to introspect, to be with ourselves, to nurture ourselves. But because we are indoctrinated with this uh, sort of go and hustle way of thinking and being, we don't often allow our space, ourselves space to have that inward sense of inner sanctuary. And so when Ani threw me this period party celebration last night for him and I over dinner, I felt really loved and celebrated. I felt accepted for where I was at in my cycle. And I felt like I was given permission to slow down. And while in truth, it's not Ani's responsibility to give me permission to slow down, he saw that I was having a hard time doing that. And he stepped in as my partner. He saw something that was happening for me And he decided to help me slow down by celebrating what was happening in my body and by calling my attention to that. And at first it actually felt a little awkward for me because I was like, oh my gosh, wait, I can slow down. I can decide to shift from having sex tonight to not having sex and just relax. I can do that. It's okay. And while that might seem like a trivial thought, think of all the times in your life where You carried a narrative where you had to be one way or where you had to show up in uh, a certain way, where you had to perform, where you had to look a certain way. And imagine somebody stepping in and being like, you don't have to do that. You can just be as you are. It's all good. You're loved. You're celebrated. You're welcomed. How you are is invited here. It was an incredible experience to have my partner craft an evening like that for me to celebrate my period. Now, there are so many places where we have misconceptions as a society, and especially as those who identify as women when it comes to our menstrual cycle. One is that women become raging bitches when we're bleeding. Now, I'll say from a biological perspective, there is a huge shift in our hormones during our bleed. So yes, we feel, we literally feel differently emotionally, physiologically. Uh, Many of us experience cramping or shifts in the state of our body. So there is a lot that is shifting and changing. And I want to really shift the narrative from 
us identifying as a raging bitch or, or a hormonal basket case to something that is more accurate. Yes, there are a lot of changes going on in the body right now. There's a shift in my emotional state. There's a shift in my hormonal state. There's certainly a shift in my physiological state as the lining of my uterus is literally shedding out of me as I bleed. I mean, imagine that. Imagine that our uterine lining is shedding and is literally coming out of us. Now I'm saying that because that is an incredible act of nature. We are forces of nature as women. Whether you experience your bleed or not, you are a force of nature. And if, in, if you're in relationship to a woman, then you know this. You know that she is a force of nature. So a lot of what's happening here when we think of ourselves or when we have maybe thought of others as hormonal or emotional when we're experiencing our bleed is that what's possibly happening is we just haven't identified our needs yet and we haven't met them. So I want to read you a text that I sent to Ani yesterday because I've had quite a lot of practice in starting to hold my menstrual cycle as sacred and starting to allow more space for it. So yesterday I texted him, hey babe, I just started my period. Yay! For the next few days, extra cuddles, rubs, and help around the house would be so appreciated. You can also tell me how beautiful I am and how much you adore me. I love you. So I sent him that text yesterday and his reply was, making me dinner and throwing me a period party. He responded really, really well to me making a specific request for a need. He knew exactly how to show up. He knew exactly how I wanted to be treated and he knew exactly what would help me feel good. And he took his own creative spin on that by making me dinner and by helping me celebrate. So a lot of what happens when we start to shift into our menstrual the, the menstrual part of our cycle is that we haven't stopped to identify our needs. So it's near impossible to know what we need and meet our own needs, and certainly near impossible to make requests of others, particularly our partners, when we're going into that part of our cycle, because we haven't stopped to think about it. We just continue to go, go, go and run through our lives on autopilot and on high speed and thus, when we get to that part of our cycle and our body goes through tremendous changes, we lose our footing because we haven't stopped to identify, hey, what do I need right now? What would feel really good for me? What would feel supportive? What would allow me to feel loved and nurtured? These are really, really important questions to ask before this time occurs for us, but also during this time. The other misconception that I used to have and that a lot of others have is that we have to push through it, that we have to be the same social self that we are when we're not bleeding, that we have to still do all the things, that we have to be superwoman even while we're bleeding. And that's just not the case. Our body literally has a built-in system that tells us, hey, you're going through something different right now. It would be best if you slow down. It would be best if you turn inward and see what you need. And the shift I want to help you make here is that menstruation is a sacred time. 
It is literally a ceremony that a woman's body experiences and that a woman gets to experience and that anyone in relationship to a woman can experience by extension where we are releasing and shedding. We are literally releasing a part of our bodies to shed something that is no longer needed because we're not pregnant. And so the maybe spiritual uh, equal to that is the idea that we're shedding. We're shedding perhaps beliefs, identities, patterns that no longer serve us, that we don't need anymore. So our menstrual cycle can be a time to go inward and ask, okay, what part of me no longer fits? Maybe there's a belief I have that just doesn't make sense for where I want to go. Maybe there is a relationship in my life that just doesn't feel as good as it once did. And it's time to start to bring that to a completion. Maybe there is a habit or pattern that I see myself in that I'm ready to release. We can use our menstrual cycle, a naturally built-in part of our experience as women, to signal a time to release things that no longer serve us. And the other misconception that I want to call on is that our menstrual cycle is a burden, that it's something to uh, see as something that slows us down or makes us hormonal or emotional or... uh, just really gets in the way of things. And while some women really experience challenging sensations and mood shifts during their periods, I also want to widen the perspective that this can be a time of celebration. Again, it's our body's way to signal us, to signal to us that we get to slow down. We get to go inward. Men don't have this built-in system the way that we do. It makes us so special and unique in this way. It is literally a built-in time for reflection. That is an incredible like, algorithm of nature, if you ask me. So I want to share with you all a, an easy framework that's going to help you understand how to create reverence around menstruation. And for those of you that identify as women who bleed, then take this on personally. And if you're in relationship to a woman who bleeds, then take this on for her. And maybe you can show up for her in a way that you just weren't aware of before. So three easy steps here. One, the last time you bled or the woman in your life bled, what worked well for her and what didn't work well? So what worked well for you? Did you book a massage? prior to your period. And that was just such a nurturing, nurturing thing that allowed you to really ease into it. Did you cancel plans? Did you decide to stay home and take a bath instead of going grocery shopping? What worked really well? And opposite to that, what didn't work well? Did you continue to stay at the office and work overtime when you started your bleed? Did you make a bunch of plans because you thought you needed to do the most and then it caused you to feel burnt out or it caused you to raise your voice with someone because you just didn't understand what your needs were and meet them? Did you feel really irritated and self-critical with yourself? So what patterns and behaviors worked well and what didn't work well? This step is a step for reflection and, and journaling. And when you look at that list, step two is what did you need? 
make a list of the things that would have felt really nice for you if you could go back and do a retrospective on that last experience. So would you have needed more downtime? Would you have needed more affection? Would you have needed more alone time? Would you have needed a massage? Or would you have needed soup instead of sugar? So make a list of everything that would have felt really good for you. And then the last step here is fulfill those needs. So when you think of your next bleed coming up or your partner's next bleed, how can you plan ahead even just a few days before to fulfill those needs? So one, how can you identify what those needs are for yourself? And then how can you meet those needs by either making sure that you're not planning a whole bunch during your period or so that you're asking for help. So if you're a woman who has a family and you've got a partner, maybe preemptively asking for help. Hey, babe, listen, I'm going to be getting my period sometime in the next few days. I would love if you could pick the kids up from school instead. Or I would love if you could you know, really help me with some housework over these next few days while I'm bleeding because my body really just needs a break. Think of the text that I sent to Ani. I let him know that my period was coming up and I prepared him for it because I was prepared for it. And then what I got in return was a beautiful dinner on a night when I didn't want to cook. He cooked instead. And because I made a clear request for my need, because I knew what my need was, he was able to show up for me and take clear direction. And again, if you don't have a partner, you could make a request for a friend. You could say, hey, you know what? I know we had planned to go to that concert, but what I really need is downtime. Would you be willing to go hit the sauna instead, right? This might be a request for anyone else in your life. Hey, I know we had planned to hang out tomorrow, but you know what? I'm going to be getting my period. Can we shift this plan to next week? So this can be a request of anyone in your life. Now, a few pro tips here and mindsets that I really want to leave you with is that Bleeding and menstruating is nothing to be ashamed of. And it's nothing to just push under the rug as if it doesn't happen because it does happen. And it happens pretty regularly for those who experience menstruation. It's a part of what makes us so powerful as women. And it is literally the part of our nature that allows us to create life. If you just stop for a moment and you think about how powerful that is, we literally have the ability to create life. Whoa, pause for effect. Our menstrual cycle is an indicator that we have that ability. And so when it arrives, can we honor it? Can we respect it? Can we celebrate it? I also wanna give the pro tip that it really helps the body and the heart to feel relaxed and at ease when we welcome all of what comes with that part of our cycle. Just the way we welcome all of the outwardness and creativity and energy that comes when we're ovulating at the exact opposite time of our cycle, can we welcome the emotions, the shift in energy, the shift in our mood and state that comes with menstruation to be there? And can we hold all of ourselves with care? That's going to allow you or the woman in your life to make a really big um, shift toward expansion 
and toward acceptance of self. The last part here is I want to leave you with an exercise. So I want you to make a list of all of the things that worked well and didn't work well during your last period and what you will need to make your next period a success. And by success, I mean, what is going to allow that part of your cycle to feel so good and nourishing for you so that you can really surrender into your feminine energy and then start to understand what you'll need for support and ask for it, ask for it from yourself and ask for it, ask for it for loved ones in your life. One of the things that can be really helpful here is to track your cycle. So you can track it manually the way I do, and my cycle is very predictable. So my cycle, my menstrual cycle comes every uh, 28 to 32 days. So I know that from the last day of my last bleed, I can count about 28 days out, and that's going to be the next time that I bleed. There are also plenty of apps like the Flow app um, that are a digital way to help you track your cycle. And Knowing when your next cycle is going to come or about when it's going to come is a really helpful way for you to prepare. So what I've started to do is I put my next cycle on my period at the end of my last cycle and I mark it in red and I put cute little emojis next to it. And a few days before that, I start to understand, okay, this is not a time to do all the things, to plan all the meetings, to be in my analytical or logical brain, because what my body really wants is to be in my creative brain, to be relaxed, to have space to write poetry, to read, to be outside in nature. So I try to preemptively plan for those things, and it really helps my body to feel aligned. Okay, so that is your home play assignment. And I'd love to know if there were any takeaways from this as you listen to this episode. So my invitation to you is to connect with us on Instagram. If you are not already connected with us there at untamed underscore intimacy, let us know what you got from this episode. And if this episode really resonated with you, or if it resonates with someone in your life and you know, it would be helpful for them, share this episode with them. We would love for this content to get to whoever it's meant for and to be able to support them on their journey. All right, my loves, until next time, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm wishing you so much love and good vibes and peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you liked what you heard, please leave a five-star review and subscribe to the show and spread the love by sharing this episode out on social media and to all the powerful women in your life. And if you're ready to play full out and create heart-throbbing love, hop on over to my website to see all the juicy ways you can do just that, www.leenoto.com. Fellow wild woman, I appreciate you. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and all the good vibes.